Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Leo Effects. Now today I am joined by a very special guest. He's got some cool stuff to talk about and we're going to we're going to hit on a whole lot of different topics. It's kind of a new territory for the show as I haven't talked to somebody who's kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything in this kind of way. So please allow me to introduce Soho Johnny. How are you, sir? How are you, Ray? Thank you so much for having me today on your show. Absolutely, and thank you for coming. That's it's fantastic to have you. I got some questions for you, as you know, and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff that you and I touched on in the pre-recording, so that'll be fun. That sounds wonderful. All right, well, kind of rolling right on into this, there's kind of two questions that I want to establish so the listeners kind of get an idea of what's going on here, and that's... Uh, Number one would be, you know, kind of what is it that you do? And the second part of that is where did Soho Johnny come from? Well, I think I'll start with ground zero, okay, as the, uh, as the evolution began. Uh, I was born in, uh, in, in Manhattan, in the, in the Big Apple, New York City, many moons ago. I won't date myself, but I think there will be a few hints along the way. <laughs> in, uh, in a large complex called Stuyvesant Town, Peter Cooper Village. And that's right on 14th Street. And my father was in the trucking business and a few generations in the trucking business down there. And then uh, my parents, when I still was a young lad, they moved to the boogie down Bronx. Uh, <laughs> and um, I uh, used to entertain a lot of my friends. Now, we were originally in, a, in an apartment and uh, I found, you know, somewhat of a knack of, you know, even when I was in grammar school, I was kind of the class clown and you know, entertaining, even though I probably get detention at the time, but (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I ended up having a lot of my friends come over to my parents' garage because eventually they bought a house in the Bronx. And after school, I mean, back in those days, it was classic rock. I would have a strobe light, black light, and and have like some of like a little mini club there. And here I am, probably just uh, graduating grammar school. And the Bronx was very different those days, Ray, uh, different. So I think the irony is that uh, my parents and all my friends' parents, even though they knew we were back there, they were glad that we were back there and not on the streets at that time. Yeah. 
So in those early years, uh, I, I, I developed this, you know, this love of just uh, putting smiles on people's faces and it kind of morphed from that day forward. I've done some DJing, not really super professional DJing, uh, as I got a little bit older and uh, started to throw parties. And I did reunions, and, and, and not necessarily like a catering hall. It was just completely organic, just, just, just for, the, for the thrill and just for the excitement and just you know, kind of bringing uh, joy to other people and, and having a great time myself. So a little bit fast forward, I started doing some mini concerts, uh, sort of producing it, and I've done just everything I've done has been uh, just me, just producing it myself, and uh, I've started doing more. I kept on kicking. Every year I would kick the notch up a little bit more, and since last year I did a, uh, uh, a concert. Uh, it was an all-day festival, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the American Cancer Society is my charity of choice because I lost my dad, and many of us have all been affected by cancer, although, of course, now the coronavirus is the uh, is what uh, is is the buzzword right now. Right. But uh, American Cancer Society, I was raising money. I did that different benefits, and I ended up pulling off such a great party. Uh, um, it was probably I think it was August tenth of last year, and the genre of music for this one was actually classic disco and a little bit freestyle music. Okay, it was always upbeat music. I always gravitated towards excitement and energy. And you know, get up and dance type of thing. And uh, I had, uh, well, gosh, I should probably delve into some of the names I had. For those of the audience that knows uh, disco music and that and that era, had Tavares, Heatwave, uh, Harold Melvin's Blue Notes, uh, Double Exposure, Instant Funk, Arnold Carmichael and Radio. Uh, I had uh, Leroy Gomez from Santa Esmeralda. Sharon Brown, Fonda Ray, and uh, they were all, you know, they were just loving, you know, came and helped to support me, and, uh, you know, we belted out some tunes, and it, it was great. And, and you know, it was, uh, uh, I also had the privilege of taking what's probably one of the original, uh, you know, right from that period of time, one of the originals, uh, Monty Rock the Third, okay, and he was, he was the DJ on the original movie, Saturday Night Fever, and oh, uh, he was... Uh, yeah, he he was uh, he was there in, in support, and uh, you know we know him from his song "Get Dancing," and I love Monty, and you know you become friends with all the artists, and I treat everybody, all the artists, like like royalty themselves, because you know it's just the teamwork of just putting on a show and sharing the love, and uh, you know just taking people away from their lives a little bit. I think that's very very magical, and the love that you got back, and I've gotten so much love back from doing these charity events that it uh, you know it it always puts wind into my sails. Mm-hmm. So I've done mm-hmm. several of those as we uh, as uh, we went along, and I had oh I had Danny Terrio. Many of us remember Danny Terrio from Dance Fever. You know he was the uh, was it the seventies and eighties whatever equivalent to what maybe Dancing of the Stars is now. Okay, right. And uh, he taught John Travolta how to dance for crying out loud. So he was he was there in support as well, and uh, we just had a great time. Then uh, some other shows. I did a holiday soiree with uh, Sister Sl- Kim Sledge of Sister Sledge, Eben Brown, the one of the original lead singers of the Stylistics, uh, Magic Coleman. He's wonderful from the Drifters. You know, up on the roof. You know, and and uh, you know, as this has been happening again, just you know, without my really searching, because this is really not about me. It's really about you know. You know, my love of just wanting to reach, uh, of outreach and just giving back and, 
you know, raising money. And of course, there's always, you put the business aside, you got to pay your bills, right? But, right. you know, it's just that connectivity, of, you know, bringing people together. And, uh, you know, my platform, Soho Johnny, it's completely, there's no politics. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, everybody could just go into that zone, away from their lives a little bit, break away from their trials and tribulations, and just have a good time. You know, I, I there's some good uh, concert promoters or producers that do, you know, events like this, but I always try to make it special where there's an area to dance, an area, and it's like, it's almost like a wedding, so to speak. And, uh, you know, sometimes like, like happen to do an all day festival. So people were traveling from all around and just staying the weekend. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, cool. But, you know, it, uh, we cannot not, avoid the 800 pound gorilla in the room with everybody as to what we're, we're doing now, uh, what, what we're going through now, I should say. And that's, uh, of course, you know, we know the coronavirus. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I've been uh, uh, advocating, okay, and, and by the way, I've been doing some acting that we'll get into, involved, we'll talk about in, in, in a minute, whatever. And again, uh, just been blessed to have the opportunities. <laughs> yeah. And I'm uh, recording myself, you know, I'm, still, I'm recording myself and about to release a few things and collaborating with some great people. You know that's one of the that's one of the the secret sources when you have people around you, really good people, and I've been very very blessed in having that. Absolutely. But the uh, uh, one thing that comes to mind that I just want to put out there to your audience uh, is uh, is uh, you know we're talking about social distancing and it's a necessary, but I've been you know I've been promoting social distancing is not social isolation. As a matter of fact, it's the reverse. It's times like this that we must outreach and touch somebody. Now, maybe we can't do it physically. You know, you just can't play touch football with your friends or you just can't go to shopping with your girlfriend and be in close proximity right now temporarily. But it's so important to communicate. We have a uh, communication like none, you know, like the, state, the technology today. You could call somebody or just, you know, uh, Skype somebody uh, across the world, right? So... You know, I've been encouraging people and, you know, people that I know and just say, take your phone book or whatever and start from the people that are closest to you, the people that are the most distant, and just get on the phone and just say, hey, how are you? I've been spoken to you a while. How are you doing? You know, and uh, maybe crack a joke, make them smile. Okay, it's so much, it's so important because we're social creatures to continue to do that and also, you know, just to spread goodwill, okay? Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's the history of, of mankind that we go through trials and tribulations. This is not the first time. Uh, there was an interview with, with, with a, an elderly gentleman that lived through the Spanish flu of, flu of 1918. And he said, you know, honestly, it took a good four years for people to start to get back to normal. Okay, and, you know, entertainment, of course, is something that uh, is somewhat half-frozen now, like everything else as far as getting large gatherings. But I think it's very, very important for us to remember that, uh, you know, there's a need to laugh, there's a need to, to be entertained, and there's just different manifestations, and definitely, you know, it definitely equates to unity and outreach. And that's a big part of part of uh, who I am and what, what I've tried to accomplish with my Soho Johnny. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not about me, Ray. It's just it's not about me. It's about, uh, it, it, it's about the journey for all of us. Uh, it's about, uh, I mean, I have a lot of artists that have just been, approaching me and then the coming kind of, you know, working on arrangements and, uh, uh, you know, people like Star Hansen, Hansen and Davis, he comes, he's a freestyle artist. The Hungry for Your Love was, and many people know him, he's now multi-platinum and, 
he ended up being, he's uh, releasing a movie that he ended up playing a part with uh, uh, sometime soon. We're actually, hilariously, I, I played a psychopath. Uh-huh. And, uh, that'll be called The Order. And I'm uh, recording some, and I'm you know, doing some duets and uh, with him and a few other artists. And uh, um, and uh, I'm going to be, well, I've been, I've been collaborating with a gentleman that, uh, Many of your audience would resonate with with uh, the name Scott Page. He's a he's a, a wonderful man, very extremely talented producer in his own right. He's done a lot of charity work here that I've supported him in in L.A. For instance, uh, he did the um, he did the Watts Conservatory, which is uh, and raised money for underprivileged children for for music education in a very very bad area of L.A. because he lives in L.A. and uh, you know, he just did a concert not too long ago. So uh, we we joined for forces and we piled up and we're working on a very very significant major project right now. It's it's we're going to take it worldwide. It's a lot of the key words that I just talked about and you know a lot of these artists that uh, we have relationship with, which is kind of the how could I phrase it something like a uh, department store type of thing, but you know that we just have all different types of music, and we're doing mashups, and we've got, uh, you know, as, as I said earlier, Don Kirshner's concert series, and we're taking it on the road sometime soon. And, you know, one, one good thing, you know, you always try to look for the light. You try to look for the good in something. that It's tragic what's happening now with the coronavirus, but, you know, there's nothing we could do about it, so we try always try, it's important to remain as positive and say, you know, what good can we salvage of that? And then staying at home, I think it's important for everyone to structure their days, even though you're home, as if you're working or as if it's a regular day. You know, you wake up at a certain time, you do your push-ups, you do some exercise, a certain amount of time in front of the computer, you work, you know, you do some shopping and some family time, and keep it structured, okay? And it's a great time to plan projects, so that's what we've been doing. Cool. Cool. When you're setting up these different uh, soirees and benefits and things like that, what do you find to be the hardest obstacle? That's an excellent question. Um, there's no, I mean, when people attend a concert or a show, you know, they're there to be entertained and everything, but a lot of people don't realize the amount of work that goes into it. You know, everything has to be timed. You have to have, a, have a, a, you know, a certain arrangement with each of the artists and You've got to do your sound checks and you mute your sound engineers. And, you know, I'm somewhat of a perfectionist because I just want everything to go right. I just want, you know, it, it, it's, it's like a portrait for me, you know. Every single person that's there that blesses me by helping me and supporting me or performing or the DJ, whatever it is, is like another stroke of, of the brush on the, on the canvas and the portrait that we're making, which is the production for that night. And, uh, you know, it's all, it's by coming together and everyone having a stroke on that painting that you make, make something of beauty. You do something philanthropic. I always give a piece. I, I make sure that the thing I'll be doing for, some, for something for the coronavirus, uh, as soon as we get, uh, to a point where we could have a, a show again, mm-hmm. it's in the works. And, um, you know, so the hardest thing is probably the organization and working on a timeline and, you know, getting the word out and all that, you know, and just the more this happens, the more it's just, I have people constantly approaching, when's your next show, when you're doing this, or, you know, we want to hear what you have to say, or if you're going to, you know, I'm writing my own music, and uh, like with Scott Page, we're going to be, I'm coming out, I'm the male vocalist of uh, of a tribute song that's coming out uh, sometime soon that we're going to 
that uh, it's just, just some beautiful words. I mean, there's so there's so much of a beautiful library of tribute songs out there that we could pick from, and some of my own originals are coming out uh, as, as well. And um, you know, it's it's just. It just emanates from a passion, Ray. You know, it's a passion. It's a passion of life. Uh, uh, one of the sayings that I always end any of my, my written correspondence, it's on my website, SohoJohnny.com, is, um, you know, every day is a blessing and a gift. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if everybody would try to wake up and just keep that in the back of our minds, no matter who, what we are, what we do, uh, there's always somebody less fortunate, right? So... Uh, and we just start our days that way. We just make the days go by a little bit, you know, a little bit better. And uh, as we interact with people, it could be a stranger, you know, just say something nice, just be courteous, put a smile on someone else's face. It's so simple. It's yeah. so simple because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's humanity. Okay. Um, not, I don't want to delve into religion because Soho Johnny is not, you know, everybody entitled to their beliefs. And even if those people that don't, believe in religion, those atheists, you know, these principles that I'm talking about, you know, it's just common sense humanity, right? So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's brotherhood, sisterhood, and just making the best of what we have, and, uh, and uh, you know, laughter, entertainment, it's contagious, okay? And, uh, you know, it multiplies, and uh, when, you, when you reach out and you have that support, somebody that really cares. Absolutely. That's fantastic. With all the people that reach out to you and want to do collaborations and people that uh, need these benefits organized and things like that, have you ever had to turn any down or how do you, how do you choose which ones to do? It's, you know, sometimes I have to turn down because I, I it, you know, some, my last shows, I had to turn some people down because, you know, it, there's only a certain amount of time you could fit everyone in, right? And how many songs, uh, how long a certain track takes for a couple of songs, or if you have a band, uh, you know, so, but, you know, you know, as long as they're, you know, they're sincere and talented and we come to an arrangement, uh, you know, if it was up to me, I'd have everybody, but, you know, it's all a matter of time. It just... Just, just time management, okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, you try to pick a common theme for that for that show, right? You know, it would be when it's kind of a genre of music, uh, and uh, you know, the larger project that I'm working on. I guess you want to, you want to guess you want to call it a variety show. It's going to have comedy as well, and uh, I'm even doing a comic book now. So, oh wow, uh, I, I, I'm yeah, it's a lot. And you know what? I'm blessed. You know, it, like everything, it's a challenge, but. Uh, I'm blessed because, uh, you know, it, I, I, I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference. The, the thing that really matters, you know, nobody lives forever. We're all, all on our journey, is that when we leave this earthly plane, earthly plane um, you know, it's not about money. It's not about any of that. It's just, you know, the, the measure of all the people. And I'm not talking about somebody that just has a job of writing your epitaph, you know. It's, uh, it's just people that really sincerely cared about you and said he was a good guy, I worked with him. He was, he was, he had, he had ethics and, you know, and people that really loved you and cared and say nice things sincerely from the heart. Those are the things when we go that are going to elevate us. Okay. Those Mm -hmm. are the things that really count. So that's, that's the gasoline in my tank. Uh, you know, putting the business aside. Okay. Having a great time. I want people to have a great time, whether I'm singing or doing some recording my own music or I'm doing, I'm delving into acting. I didn't expect to, get involved with acting, but I'm getting more and more um, 
offers, and I'm just kind of putting a little bit on the side now because it's only so much you can do at one time. But mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 fun. It's you know, it's a journey, and you know, if, if it's something that makes sense, and you know, if you make a difference out there, and you're having a good time, and people are laughing, he 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 who sings prays twice, you know. So, and I'm so fortunate to have the you know the ability to do it and the drive to do it and. Uh, and uh, it just continues to kick, uh, to propel me forward. Yeah, sounds like you're you're going for like a an ultimate entertainer. Well, we try to dabble in everything, you know, and uh, you know I put my best foot forward. You know, I put my best. I never do it. I would play a psychopath, right? But you know, I just kind of, you know, when acting, you kind of like you kind of wrench something that's inside you, well, not really inside you, but you kind of wrench and you just you, you try to become somebody that you got you. you, you you, you actually become that person. You don't think you're not acting. You know, part of the secret of successful acting is that you're not thinking that I have to re- rehearse this role or I got to just practice these words. You have to think and, and really almost hypnotize yourself that you are that person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and when you're entertaining or if you're singing, that positive en- energy, that connectivity with the audience, that high, if you will, it's, uh, and it's so beautiful. And if, you, and if you're feeling good because you know you're doing something good, and you're enjoying what you're doing, and you're bringing joy to other people. That is, uh, that's. I think it's wonderful, you know. And it's so important. And the times that we're living through now, it's probably more important than ever. Now, granted, we're not doing live shows right now, but you know, a lot of streaming. We'll be, we're, we've got some. You know, we're we're going to be doing a significant amount of streaming very very soon, especially working with Scott and. Uh, and what he's doing. Scott Scott's is, uh, has a, a company called Think Experience, and that's uh, you know a lot of shows that he does in L.A. and abroad as well. Right. And, and that's so fantastic that you're willing to, even during these times, you're willing to bring entertainment to people. And, you know, everybody who's kind of sequestered away will have something to keep themselves entertained when the boredom sets in. So that's amazing of you. Well, you know, I was thinking of... Uh, you know, I try to I, I try to think out of the box. Uh, uh, a lot of my background, like I said earlier before, uh, I have several generations going back to my grandfather, probably over a hundred years ago in Soho. True stories where they were working and just poor immigrants coming from uh, coming from Italy. But um, you know, over the years, uh, the trucking business and, uh, and we had um, uh, a real estate. I started a real estate business in the early '80s. And uh, more often having up some properties in the family that I own. And, you know, I started a pop-up uh, event company as well. Okay. I mean, we rent long-term spaces as well. And, you know, I've done that under Pep Real Estate, P-E-P Real Estate dot com, uh, spelled out. And uh, that was another thing that kind of tied in to, you know, the growth within me of entertainment. Because I was kind of like a lot of times hosting somebody else's event. Uh, not really like a catering hall, not, you know, I wasn't looking to do that, but just like just being the accidental tourist of being involved in providing spaces for movie shoots or whether it be, uh, uh, you know, a pop-up, six-month pop-up from a fashion company like Laura Ashley or Chanel or dealing with special events for uh, celebrities, uh, you know, one time I had Yoko Ono do a, do a a fundraiser in one of one of my uh, one of my places. Oh, cool. So that you know, I think I would be remiss because I'm just thinking back to your other question. That was another thing that kind of contributed to where I am now. You know, just kind of being on the skirts there, and of course, 
names. I, I, I chose Soho Johnny because that was my nickname <laughs> for yeah. so many years being down and having an office. I still have my office in Soho, my main office. But That's fair. So That's I've been fair. blessed. With everything that you've been doing and that you have done, just, you know, you're kind of the quintessential everyman. Like, you got your hand in everything. Do you have time for, like, just hobbies? Like, a time for yourself? I was kind of a nerd in school. Um, but I, I shouldn't really say that. If just go back. I, I was a nerd. Like, I would try. I was on the honor roll when I was a kid. Okay. But then, you know, back in the boogie down Bronx, I also was in a gang. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> At then. night. It's like, do you talk about duality, right? I mean, I wasn't really a tough guy, but that was the thing, like in the 70s for in, in the Bronx, right? Everybody kind of belonged. And um, so, no, there's that old saying, you know, uh, uh, a jack of all trades, master of none. Mm-hmm. Realistic in what I'm doing, okay? And uh, I, I, uh, I, I always am heartfelt and do give it my absolute best. Uh, I feel, uh, you know, I'm doing it for the journey and the fun, okay, and I'm out of it. Um, and, you know, I'm touching a lot of different base bases. But I think, you know, in the big picture, um, um, you know, certainly some, I mean, some of the songs that are coming out that I'm recording, now, and this is not about me, I'm talking about myself. It's not, you know, I, I, I want to make this perfectly clear. The drive I have inside me is not, you know, just to become popular or make money, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you get a certain amount of popularity and there's the finance behind it and everything, but believe it or not, that's not really my main focal point. Everything falls into place as it should, but my focal point is is what I've been, what I've been saying all throughout this interview. The focal point is that connection and making sure there's something good about it and something so important about it, that, that outreach. Right. To me, it's something that is so important, so... Um, I feel, or, or you know, organically, all these other things are happening anyway. The uh, the name is getting more out there. The production company, and now this major movement that I'm calling it a movement. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's a little bit presumptuous of me, but I don't. I do not believe so because no matter what, I'm one of those people, and I guess maybe it's because of the love that I get back from other people that has driven me. These people, cancer survivors, or whatever that the certain things and we can't the certain things we can't control in our lives or what's going around but we could control a little bit of our piece and what we contribute a little bit that we could do okay mm-hmm. and this is how I'm doing it and if I could just reach more people and uh, create uh, you know create you know entertain and smiles and you know take it on the road I've, I've got some great ideas great ideas I mean listen I'm I, I'm the guy that would show up at, the, at your house with a bunch of friends and do Christmas caroling in the, in, in the holidays, okay? <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. And, you know, it's so great that you're willing to do that. Not a, It's not for yourself, like you said. We, we've kind of talked about that the whole interview. This isn't about you. You're doing this to benefit others, and that's so noble. Well, I think it's important. I mean, I, I, I you know, if everybody, when I get on shows and you know i i i would tell your listeners that if you listen this would be so great if you just keep it in the back of your mind we get off you know just put a smile on someone's face tomorrow just remember to do that if there's one thing that would uh people will remember from what we're talking about now and on the sidebar uh ray uh i like to put a shout out to you as well uh because uh you know i think uh it's wonderful because you're a liar out there for everybody and you know, you're elevating people, you're entertaining people, and you're putting smile, and you're, and you're, and you're very, uh, 
You're very uplifting in your show, and I just want to put a shout-out to you and thank you for what everything and your contribution as well. Oh, well, I absolutely appreciate that. In very similar vein to you, you know, it's not about the fame or getting recognition or things like that, just trying to bring quality entertainment to the masses. That's the bottom line, and it's, uh, it's you know, a wonderful thing. Absolutely. And it's more and more important as we go along. Right, right. Uh, with these few minutes that we have left in the show, I'd like to take a, a second to let you recap your different social medias and your websites that the listeners can go to to follow along with your with your stuff and you know maybe even try and help be part of it. Uh, well, my website right now, uh, it's under construction, but it's SohoJohnny.com, S-O-H-O-J-O-H-N-N-Y.com. Uh, you could drop me a line, a suggestion, or just say lo- hello, John, J-O-H-N, at SohoJohnny.com. Uh, the uh, uh, Facebook is uh, SohoJohnny, LLC. I have a personal page, John SohoJohnny Pasquale, but we have to do a second page because, you know, you get counted out. There's only so many, I think, 5,000 a page, so we've got some <laughs> more pages coming out. Okay. Uh, but. Uh, and Instagram, I think my Instagram is SohoJohnnyLLC at Gmail. But uh, wow. if anybody's listening to this, you want to reach out, any suggestions, uh, uh, join our, our mailing list at SohoJohnny.com and see. And that, you know, that's, you know, we send out email alerts from time to time as to uh, what we're planning, what's going on, or just, you know, send an email, stay in touch, say hello. And, you know, we welcome, you know, we welcome any input out from uh, out from the public because, as I say, it's all, we're all in it together. Absolutely. That was perfect. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and learning more about what you do. It, it's been a blast. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Ray. God bless you. And uh, uh, as I sign off with everything, uh, as I said before, I mean, two things I have on my website. The breadth of love is expressed in the diversity of, of musical expression, okay? With uh, love and appreciation always, Soho Johnny. And I thank you, Ray. Oh, thank you very much. And thank you to all the listeners who tuned in to check this out. Make sure you go to the different social medias and, you know, try your best to follow along because, you know, like John said, there's some big stuff that's coming out and you don't want to miss it. And, you know, Scott Page, I did an interview with him not too long ago, so make sure to go check that one out next because these two are going to be doing some awesome stuff together. Thank you very much, and we will see you all next time. Thank you. (laughs) Now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.